0: And welcome back, everybody, to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. And this is episode 38. Yeah, man. Let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the, air, on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mice, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkle and some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still think we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the
1: FAP.
2: Welcome everybody to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bose, and sitting across from me is well, uh, kind of a cushion and maybe some wood because Maddie G is still on uh, remote. remote. Yeah. Maddie G, how
0: you Oh not too shabby man. How you doing?
2: Good, good. You you still uh still love your family, still uh no. okay being at home? I <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh
0: yeah, I, I really want school to go back. Uh, and, And all this to go back to normal, but no, I don't know. We're, we're having, we're having a good time man. we're spending time together and they're teaching me things and I'm teaching them very little and away we go. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and I'm trying to avoid them as much as possible. <laughs> well, we have um, another special guest today, and it is a very new one for us on on our show. Uh, instead of uh, just being your, your actor, actress, stuntman, uh, producer, and uh, writers, co-writers, we have for the first time ever a relationship coach. On the show, and I think it's actually quite important, uh, given everything that's going on with COVID and, and families like ours that have to uh, spend more time together than we're used to. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome Rick Soderbergh. How, how are you doing today, so, Rick? I'm doing well, and I'm here to uh, kind of oversee
1: the the relationship between you two and see what kind of <laughs> relationship you have.
2: <laughs> oh God! If anything. I think I think Matt misses me and wishes to see me in in more uh, public uh, as opposed to just via phone. I think he gets tired of just listening to my disembodied voice.
0: He never listens to me.
2: <laughs> Matt Matt's got a pillow set up in the corner of the room with my picture pasted to it. <laughs> why, why is there a hole in the pillowcase, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. it, came, it, came like that. <laughs> it came like that it was just no pillow <laughs> oh god right on maddie why don't we jump into the news
0: all right well first article um you might have heard about this but uh, i thought it was pretty cool because i'm a big fan of this particular artist so banksy a uh,
2: girl with the pierced
0: eardrum gets a face mask
2: so in
0: London, uh, have you guys heard of Banksy, the famous street artist? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. So not No. Not at all. Yeah, so he's like one yeah. of the most. Uh, he's one of the most famous uh, street artists. Uh, he, you guys might have heard in the news about he um, he designed a a painting to shred itself at an auction. There was like. That's a, actually
2: really funny. Yeah,
0: so they they basically he he, he kind of overnight. He comes in, and he does the craziest, most beautiful, interesting street art, and and vanishes without a trace. No one's actually seen him, and um, and, and basically, he, he does all these kind of cool things, and he sold uh, one of his famous paintings, um, and, and it went up for auction. It was like $2 million or something like that, and soon as they hit the gavel the sold, it shredded itself in front of everyone. So, really hey. <laughs> yeah it's amazing yeah and they didn't know man they took it they had to take it apart and they, they said it was the most elaborate mechanism they've ever seen and they had no idea that it was in there because they're not supposed to take it out of its casing because that ruins the original print right because you can't let you can't let it touch air so anyway it's really yeah. cool so but that's not not this story so um so he painted this he painted this super famous um it, it's called girl with a pearl earring it's a take on an old dutch artist Uh, drawing and um he had like there was like a security alarm that replaced the pearl like it's street art right so it's very uh very modernized art and um Mm -hmm. so i guess overnight somebody had put like uh you know one of those covid masks on it like draped like made a giant (laughs) covid mask like 10 feet by 10 feet and draped it up (laughs) on this lady's face and uh anyways uh he hasn't taken credit for it yet but but uh I thought it was really, really interesting because I just love the idea of just stuff, you know, stuff like that happening, and people vanishing without a trace. Nobody's really seen this guy and stuff, so I thought I'd share that.
2: (laughs) You know what? It really makes you wonder if he does this for the love of doing it or or for the fame, right? Because most people would stick around because they want the fame and everything, but it kind of sounds like it's like, you know my name, but I'm kind of just not there to to claim, claim it, you know? Yep. So that uh, that makes it quite unique. It sounds like an incredible marketing ploy, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, just to go back to that painting that shreds itself, I, I, like to me, man, that is almost art in itself, right? Because it, it's kind of like giving a good fuck you to the institution, yep, right? Of of people who are blowing money on art. Um and you know cuz this always stands out in my head I remember being young and when the voice of fire came out and all it was was like the the hood of a Camaro it was two blue stripes with a red stripe up the middle right yep. and that went for 2.4 million dollars and I was just cool. like but but that would have taken like 10 minutes with a paint roller. How did that how does that go? First of all, how is that art? And second of all, like how does it go for so much? But this guy has created something that not only was was obviously beautiful enough art that people wanted to buy it, but had then created elaborate machine in behind it to to, to basically self-destruct on a on a gavel slam.
0: Yeah, isn't that crazy? That so, is And they're and they're saying like they're trying to they were trying to figure out um how he did it like was it remote activated was it sound activated like what exactly like how did the he he do it and and uh i don't think they ever finished the story but if you google banksy uh b-a-n-k-s-y you'll see what i'm talking about the guy's just the art he does is incredible so
2: that is really cool i'm gonna have to look that up
0: but uh but to your point too yeah art's messed up dude what goes for huge prices like yeah you could you could you get literally like just take a paint a like can uh, paint and just throw it on an eel and throw it up in an art studio and be like oh my god I really get this guy's pain, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd see
2: that and be like well that's how i do it i understand this guy (laughs) no i'm i'm you know uh my wife would would definitely say i'm more meticulous of of a painter and but uh, but she's the type of person who will like i'll just pour it on the top of the table take the brush and smush it around and uh you know she makes it look good um but inside like my i guess my ocd is just screaming when she does it (laughs) you know (laughs) just like oh my my god yeah. no, I'm just a little bit more like you know I like, like taping off the edges, leaving crisp lines when it when you're doing stuff like furniture and and she's just like nah, it's all good, just back up. That's messed up. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't
0: handle that.
2: I couldn't handle that. So my article, my first article today is, um, and and you know, Maddie and I, we we always talk about um, you know. How often uh, a lot of funny news comes out, but really with this COVID and everybody staying at home, there's less and less crazy news that's happening. And maybe this is a good thing. Maybe not so much for us, but but for the world. Um, so, of course, I was able to pull off some some COVID uh, nineteen news, and uh, you know this one is with the the number of countries still on lockdown due to the the pandemic. Uh, many people, of course, are working from home, including myself and and Matty G. Um, but that. You know, undoubtedly means that there's a lot of opportunities out there for people to potentially stay in bed late, or or wear hoodies or or sweatpants like Maddie likes to do day in and day yeah. out. <laughs> and and um, you, know, the or... <laughs> <laughs> you know, say they're at work or. You know, Kelly bought me a pair of uh, of isolation pants. Was are extremely comfortable, but tell, let me tell you, I would never wear them in public. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It's got like little woodcutters and, and stuff all over them and they're kinda of, like fleecy pants. But anyways, I keep this article's for type. Oh, I gotta tell you, I have so okay, I'm gonna hold this article for a second. I have been seeing more and more people wearing parachute pants. Yes. It, it's coming back. <laughs> and and Perfect. you know what, Maddie? I could see you out there too legit to quit and, and just dancing down the street with these massive sunglasses and just oh trying to be no, like, I've oh been no. waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. well, it's oh about god! 25 or 30 years since that stuff has been in fashion, so it's time for it to come around again. Yeah, it's true. I mean, <laughs> even Bell Bottoms made it back before Hammer Pants. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. Maybe I should cut a mullet, too. Be the only guy with parachute pants and a mad mullet.
2: Right. That's so confusing. <laughs> Matt, Matt can bring and, and a wingtip shirt, and you can bring everything back at one time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh Jesus!
0: <laughs> All right, stop. it's hammer time. Literally, someone go get me my hammer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Ah. So the um, the title of this article was, Man Works from Home Blunder as Everyone Can See X-Rated Content on Laptop. Oh, God. Yeah, it... you knew this was going to happen eventually, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me just share my so, screen. Nope.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's apparently what happens. So the man, only known as Callum, uh, appeared to suffer a rather embarrassing work from home blunder after the colleague informed him that everybody could see what was on his laptop screen. Uh, it had turned out during his regular tasks uh Callum had been watching porn <laughs> and and basically uh I mean maybe some people feel like uh you know what what you're sharing isn't necessarily what's always on there or tabs that people can see um but uh he was basically sharing his his full screen and uh one of his uh his coworkers had put out an email to him uh and and the email sender was only when it was by Gary but surprised him saying like Hey, uh, good morning, Callum. I hope you're feeling better. I see you logged in via remote access. Um, he says, "I uh, we can we can see you're logged in, and everybody here is visible. We can all see you're watching porn between inquiries. If you go to the top of the screen, there's a menu bar. One of the icons will have a black screen option. If you click this, it'll blank out your office machine, so you can continue in private. Thanks, Gary." <laughs> So it sounds like um either either the IT guy or their boss or whoever was looking at this obviously was was very uh I guess kind of civil about this. Um but but really funny and obviously completely embarrassing for this employee. Like I mean, at this point you probably hope that you never have to go back to an office setting. Yeah, <laughs> so like... you don't have to see your coworkers.
0: Isn't there like a rule too? Like no drinking before noon, like same with porn?
2: Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i gotta tell you there's there's a couple times i joke around with my coworkers because you know my kids are running around and screaming in the house that i i, I say to him like you know suddenly daytime drinking is actually looking a little bit more comforting. oh my god <laughs> not that i could actually force myself <laughs> to do it and and it's funny because today he says that's funny you're, you're not the first person to tell me that today <laughs>
0: dude, true story uh ashley and i were out uh we had to go let's say thursday so tuesday and the beer, or sorry, the the line at the the beer store was longer than the line at the grocery store.
2: Oh wow! Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So I wonder wonder how that feels for the few grocery stores that actually sell beer. <laughs> <It's
0: crazy. laughs> Those grocery stores
2: are like, ah. But <laughs> apparently, this wasn't a good juncture.
0: At what point would you just look at the two stores and be like, ah, fuck? No one's died from not having food
2: Uh, down in the down in the u.s there rick you've got a lot of stores that of course just serve alcohol right like at the same time as your regular groceries
1: yes yes yeah so so that's still new
2: for us up here in canada
1: oh Oh, is it oh yeah, yeah i was i was walking through through one of our walmarts and and it was shortly after Everything went on lockdown, and shelves are bare, and it's just absolutely insane. But for whatever reason, nobody had picked up on the idea of getting alcohol. The alcohol shelves were stocked. Now wow. it it's the other way around. The alcohol is starting to disappear, and
2: and the other the to other the shelves are a stocked. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's hilarious.
0: That's
2: funny. That's funny. Uh, All right, Maddie, what else you got? Um.
0: Oh, I have a fun one here. This is this is this is totally our show. Um, okay. The article reads: Can COVID nineteen be spread through farts? <laughs> Question mark. Oh boy. So yeah. So we've we've hit, this article is hilariously written. So we've hit a stinky new COVID nineteen low. An Australian doctor suggests the coronavirus can be spread through farts. During an Australian Broadcasting Corporation podcast, Dr. Norman Swan warned that farts in the air set adrift may be able to spread the virus. He also continued, there should be no bare bottom farting. Uh, and don't ever <laughs> so fart, wear pants. And don't fart too close to other people and don't fart with your bottom bear. So some guidelines, obviously to back up his, <laughs> his concerns. And uh, <laughs> there's no conclusive study um, but, uh, th- th- that says uh, that uh, ASGAP is a-, a COVID threat. So that's good news. So short but sweet <laughs> and very impactful. So don't fart on each other, people.
2: <laughs> dude, I think i have oh,
0: My eye is super pink. Uh, no, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> uh, Wrong bacteria. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so, all right. So, I I have another quick uh, article that I'm going to bring up, but uh, the only reason why I went with the really quick one is because I have a follow up to one of our past articles that we said we'd do a follow up for. Oh,
0: nice. Uh, so,
2: yeah, I know, exciting. Yep. So, uh, the first one, uh, the very quick one I have, is basically titled um, "Woman Opens Fire on Cell Tower Workers, a Hundred uh, Feet Up in the Air." What? So what happened, yeah, so what happened was in the Alexander County in North Carolina, uh, cell tower workers basically called into 911 saying they were being shot at. And um, there was a woman, Suzanne Moose, had been charged with uh, the assault with a deadly weapon. Um, she had said that she was hearing voices from the tower. So... She went and basically opened, fired on the tower. Now, I think this all came in because, you know, with the, the new 5G towers, people are are saying there's like a danger, there's potential uh, radiation and, and brain cancer and everything. So this woman overreacted. And was basically accusing the tower of of basically putting voices into her head, and she couldn't take anymore. So she started shooting at the tower. Meanwhile, there were just two guys talking on the tower <laughs> and trying to work on it.
0: I hear voices? No. Nope. Yeah, you yeah. do, bitch. You do hear voices. We're fucking shooting up here. <laughs> we're working. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So she was arrested and she's on a seven thousand dollar bail uh for assault with a deadly weapon and misdemeanor and then of course she did barricade herself uh in the house with two axes.
0: Oh yeah, that'll help. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Luckily none of the workers were hurt. Oh, that's
0: good.
2: Yeah, that's I know. Good. So that's there's our there's our little dose of crazy today. Uh, but I do want to follow up on one of our past articles. Do you remember the the dirty Easter Bunny who had been delivering eggs? Yes,
0: yes, and he was leaving yes. people like firecrackers and
2: no, it was, it was porn, goldfish, and uh, and no, uh, drink crackers. crystals.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It
2: was right, drink right. crystals. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it, this turned out, believe it or not, to be a woman who was doing this. Sweet. Yeah, Florida woman put 400 Easter eggs filled with porn in mailboxes, (laughs) and here's why. Uh, So apparently this woman was, and this is, it's a really confusing article, and I had to actually read through this two to three times. Um, But um, Admiral Castoni, 42, was arrested earlier on Thursday after the deputies received tips that a woman was going around through their neighborhood putting pornographic eggs in their mailboxes. Um, When... They eventually used a surveillance video to track her down. They were able to conduct a traffic stop in Costoni, who later admitted to making the porn on a computer program. Now, hopefully, they didn't state whether this was self pornography or putting.
0: Po- <laughs> making the porn?
2: That's what that's what the article says was making the porn. Now Aww. I'm assuming it was capturing images and printing it out. And there is a there's a screenshot of what looks like almost like a long receipt with a little bit of pornography at the top, but then a lot of text underneath of it. And Well,
0: everybody knows you read
2: Playboy for the article. Right? <laughs> I had a friend's wife who told me that once. <laughs> it was just really interesting articles. But <laughs> she had said that she was putting the pornography inside the eggs because she wanted to educate people on the need for churches, and yeah. she wanted pastors to give more money to the less fortunate. Uh, which I was like, right? <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. She's like, you need pornography to 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 need more churches. <laughs> like oh, you're dude. just basically like, saying,
0: sinner. <laughs> that was total Hail Mary. <laughs>
2: Yeah, are you sure this isn't the same woman that was shooting at the tower in South Carolina? <laughs> Funny enough, they actually do look a lot alike. <laughs> uh from their from their mugshots, but um let me tell you like so she she basically did this and and she actually had put the pornography, but then what looks like almost like bible verses underneath, even though it no, there's no actual statement of like what kind of church she actually follows. And, and a lot of the people who have read this and posted up afterwards saying, no, this is some weird zealot of either some craziness or, or religion. And then they go on to saying, well, look at her hair and everything because it's gray and, and, and yellow. And it looks like maybe this this social anxiety or the, the social uh, uh, cutoff from everybody has, has basically turned this woman crazy.
0: Nah, bro. If anything goes wrong, I straight up go right to Scientology. <laughs>
2: right, but you know, do you know what the funniest part out of all of this is? What the woman is being charged with violating the statewide stay-at-home order.
0: That's that <laughs> it. <though? laughs>
2: and and then the, then there's a funk, So that's the bigger part of the charge, and then there's a lesser charge of eleven counts of distributing obscene material.
0: Oh my
2: gosh. Oh my god! But it was more the fact that she's left her house. Dude, but imagine
0: being in prison and having to fucking share that story, though. Like, what do what That's are you That's the worst for? ever. I oh, yeah, dressed up as an Easter bunny.
2: <laughs> Delivered porn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If that was filled
2: eggs.
1: You're getting raped for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now you're the Easter egg. <laughs> 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 oh. um. yep, there we go. So we have uh, we've actually followed up on an article, and I remember how you saying, "Oh man, I I need to know more." Well, that's the result. They caught them. It was a woman, and she was just crazy.
0: Amazing. See, that's that's why that's how you know our our, our news is is real. You know, even though it's yeah, obscure, right. it's obscure, but it's yep. it's, it's damn real.
2: So. <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, Rick, uh, welcome yeah. to the show again. Well, thank you. It's been fun to be here so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's very interesting. Um, you know, we are uh, a little bit more of a comedy base, trying to lift things up in people's day. But I thought it was actually quite interesting having met you and uh, and talked about what you do, because I find it's very, very important today Uh, given what's going on with everybody basically being locked up and uh, stuck in the house with their spouses. And um, apparently I I was just reading the other day that even domestic violence has, has increased. Um, And, and clearly there's, there's a lot of issues between um, maybe the amount of people who are just sitting home drinking and, and maybe where poor relationships are already falling apart.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a huge correlation there. And, um, and and then the other, the other part of that is people are, are back together getting to know each other because they they rarely get to see each other in our crazy lives today but yeah if there's if there's underlying issues in a relationship and and there's alcohol involved oh Katie bar the door there's going to be there's going to be problems and mm-hmm. uh, uh will i think as 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 this progresses and hopefully here in the states we're we're starting to open things up a little bit and hopefully things aren't going to get too serious but yeah whenever you're you're stuck with somebody that you're not crazy about oh even a week can be a long
2: time yeah yeah for sure Yeah. Now i i do sorry go ahead matt oh
0: i was just saying it, it's one of those weird things where in all seriousness like ashley and I, my wife uh we were chatting about it and you know we kind of both agree that the the next wave might not be Corona. I think the the next big thing, the next wave of of negativity is actually going to be mental health um, from everybody just being so cooped up and, um, you know, with, um, you know, stuck with the same people a lot of the time. And that's not, sometimes that's not a bad thing. It is a double edged sword. Um, But I I truly think that um, people are not used to having to be, you know, shackled to the house. And I, yep, I truly sure. think like uh, in, like you hear about it already, like anxiety, depression and, and all that stuff is increasing uh, exponentially with with the self-quarantining. So I think that uh, you're going to see on the other side of this um, a, a big leap in that. And they're going to need to put resources in place for that.
1: Just my opinion. Well, I. Yeah. I And, and I, I, I see a lot of anxiety just on on social media. You can you can see the just the evolution of people's comments over the last for us it's been four or five six weeks that we've been we've been um, supposed to self self quarantine or self isolate and you can see the the building up of hostility and and some mm-hmm. anger uh, over over the past couple of weeks about uh, seeing people out and moving around uh, because we're we, we're, uh, I don't know what your quarantine is like, but we can get out and go to the store. I was at Home Depot um, yesterday picking up some tools and, and we can still get out and do those, those types of things. You know, we just can't, there's no bars or restaurants open to, to go into. You can buy food uh, for curbside pickup, but, but that's about it. Um, So I don't, I don't know how, how um, quarantined you are. I mean, if, if people, if the if the uh, authorities are watching you, or if you can get out, move around, and and do the things
2: that you need to do. So,
0: um, yeah,
2: luckily we're not as shackled down.
0: No, it's not. It's not like you know, martial lawful lockdown or anything like that. But uh, we can get out to the grocery stores and into the pharmacies and stuff like that. Um, you know, places like Home Depot and stuff. It's curbside pickup, Best Buy. Like we can't actually go shopping or anything like that for for anything other than essentials but uh so it sounds like it's actually very similar um yeah we, yeah. we we do try to walk the dogs and get out there we just stay to the social distancing like six feet from others and most people do respect that um yeah but you know it's uh you can only walk around the block so many times right and um there has been fines here so it's like a thousand it's like a thousand dollars if you're caught out um with more than it was five people, Tony. Is it still five or is it yep. down to three now?
2: No, I think it's still five. It's still five. Um, But there's lots of places that will only allow uh, one parent and up to two children in a store at one time. Okay, maybe that's where oh I agree from. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: so it's a, it's a, it's a little, it's kind of, it, it is strict. It's not like, like some countries that are really getting hit. Um, it might be a little more strict than the States right now, but not by much, I don't think. So
1: Yeah. So you guys sound pretty similar. Um, it, it, there might be a few minor differences, but yeah, we're, we're pretty much in the same boat. And, and, um, you know, you can, and again, you can just tell people are getting antsy. They, they're, they're tired of being inside or doing this, you know, just, there's only so much TV you can watch and um, you know people want to get back to work and, and, and do something. So. Yeah, I, I, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get interesting here over the next couple of weeks because I think we've got another couple of weeks before we really start unwinding our our uh, quarantine. So uh, we'll see. We'll, are you, we'll see. Are
0: you still working, Rick? Like, are you just doing like uh, phone stuff or?
1: Well, yeah, I've been. I for all intents and purposes, uh, nothing in my life has changed other than I can't go out for dinner or. You know go out for a couple of drinks. Uh, I've worked from home for the last seven years, and so I'm still here working away, writing, you know, talking to people and i've I've transitioned over the last couple of years out of an office situation um, to just talking to people on the phone, on Skype, on zoom and it's it, it's just uh, makes life so much easier. Um, yep. there's no there's, the there, there's no commute other than from the bedroom to to my office so
0: <laughs> nice
2: so i got to yeah. ask you rick do you are you anticipating a a large influx of clients based on the fact that you know so many people are going to come out of this and perhaps because they've been forced to spend so much time with each other. Like you said, like people are reconnecting because they haven't seen each other or couple's basically have so much of a work life that separates them. Are you anticipating like there might be now that these people have spent so much time together, like, you know what? I don't really know if I like you anymore. And, and like the divorce rates might start skyrocketing.
1: Well, that's going to be more likely what uh, more likely to happen is, is, you know, you, you just, you, you just get to a point where saying, yeah, this wasn't working before and this really isn't working now. So I'm guessing that I'll see some 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 uh, increased traffic, but even that is going to be incremental over time because it takes time to get a divorce and it takes time to, to at least when I start working with someone, I tell them to take time to heal and grieve the loss of that relationship. And no matter how how tough it was or how bad it was, you still grieve the loss of that relationship because you you got Mm -hmm. married, you got married for a reason, or you got into a relationship for a reason. There were, there were qualities there that you liked, And then with, with, when that person's no longer there, there's that, there's that gap, you know, even if the relationship was terrible, that person was still there. There was somebody to talk to. There was somebody filling, filling space near you. And now that, Mm -hmm. that person is gone. So, um, it 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 becomes problematic, and uh, again, it takes a little time. It, it takes some time to grieve, and it takes some time um, to find yourself again. Because what happens is we morph, we we adapt to try to make a relationship work. And I look at even my marriage. I was married. I was with my ex for 25 years, and when I when I finally got a divorce. It took me you know two and a half or three years just to find my sense of humor again, uh,
0: because wow, one of the yeah. things
1: one of my wife said or my ex said she didn't like my sense of humor, and for ten years I walked around on eggshells and okay, you know yeah. you know when you when you have to bury that for so long, it takes time to to uh, to to find that, and I'm one sick mother. You
2: know, when it comes to the sense of humor, so I like yep. that guy. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, so, you know, we're getting too serious here, guys. This was supposed to be lighthearted. Oh, yeah, good <laughs> yeah. point. It's true. I, I, well, you I, know, it's I, lighthearted I and fun. I think so. we treat relationships
0: in this, like the Hunger Games, and like if you make it out alive with your spouse, you get like extra food and shit. <laughs> I, I actually like there that idea. I, I think that uh,
2: <laughs> if you can make it out, <laughs> yeah, there should be definitely some type of uh, fa- government bonus for that one. Yeah, yeah, you extra, a time, a you yeah. know, just take ten percent of all the divorce rate cases and give that back to families that are still together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or
0: even better, you do like a round robin, like a tournament, where those spouses that didn't make it have to be paired up with each other in another house, and then you find out whether probably <laughs> them or the other
2: person. It's like a whole new reality show. Well,
0: well, three failed marriages in the last two weeks. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, well, you know, you got a point there, Mark, uh, because it, 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 you know, you are the common denominator in all those relationships.
0: So.
2: That's right. <laughs> in Maddie's case, it's the lowest common denominator. <laughs> um, so. I was going to ask you from a relationship point of view, uh, there are several books out there that Uh are really geared towards couples um, looking to meet each other. And and it's kind of like giving uh, new potential partners um, almost like a a big rundown, a list of questions that you should be asking them to, to find out whether or not. Uh, their intents are real, or and and I don't know if this is just because there are so many people out there who have been through bad relationships who are or are trying to gauge the next relationship if it's real. Um, like, how how do you feel about those things as as a relationship expert?
1: Well, I I look at I <clears throat> I think that's a great idea. Um, and what I try to teach my my clients to do is to go back to the very basics and figure out what it is they want in a relationship, what's important to them, and make their list of must-haves. And the must-haves are um, non-negotiable characteristics that you want in your next relationship. And you have to be careful not to put in would-be nice to have. You know, if you're if you're looking (laughs) at it, it would be it would be nice to have a a mate that 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 uh, makes a million dollars a year. That's not I mean, that would be nice to have. You you know, I know someone like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was just like, hey,
0: I Would you consider trying anal? She was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm in.
1: want to get married or 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 maybe you're in yep
2: (laughs) criteria
0: fulfilled
2: that that is exactly how the rig appeared (laughs) but it
1: it it, it, no seriously it it is it is a great way and then you know when you have your 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 list of must-haves you can look at, at at the guy or the gal and and, you know, if they meet everything on your list, then you can proceed forward. You know, and if they don't, well, you
2: know, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just means mm, next. Yep,
1: yeah, totally.
2: It's it's actually really funny. A lot of people don't know. But um, when um, when my wife and I got together, originally, we had both come from failed relationships. And uh, she basically had one of these these books or lists. And uh, secretly behind the scenes, she was asking me a lot of these uh these questions to see where i fared up and and did i pass or not without me knowing it took a long time before she actually told me this stuff and uh (laughs) i was i kind of felt inside it was like you were basing our relationship on whether or not i passed like tests (laughs) and uh, and then i kind of started thinking that you know like maybe maybe lots of people's do that and and maybe more people should be doing that because then you know when you when you're together then you at least know that this person's intentions are are either real or he's a genuine person or she's a genuine in person and uh and uh i i you know what at first i was a little stunned and then a little bit later i was like you know what maybe that is a really good idea so yeah well apparently, I did get. <laughs> you, it, it, apparently you passed the test because she's still
1: with you. yep so <laughs> it's true <laughs> or you're still with her <laughs> So yep, no, it's, yep, yeah, I exactly. think it's a great idea because what happens all too often is is we we get into a relationship, we're overcome with infatuation and raging hormones, and we you know we date for a year, two years, get married, and then you know, we wake up somewhere down the road and say, "What the hell did I do?" And you know, <laughs> then, then then you got to start figuring out how to fix this mess. So if you if you spend time up front. Um, finding the one with all the right characteristics and the right traits you're looking for. And, and, you know, you have the the chemistry and everything else. There's lots of moving parts to a relationship. You're going to have problems later on. You know, life is going to happen. Somebody's going to get sick. Somebody's going to lose a job. Somebody's going to die. And, you know, it it puts stress on the relationship. And if you have that right person, you're going to be able to deal with a lot more life issues without – Uh, without um, going at each other's throats or without destroying the relationship. So, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer of what, you know, some of these other books and my book teaches the same thing, basically, you know, just make sure you know what you're looking for, be crystal clear and don't
2: settle for anything less. Yes, exactly. It's funny that you mention uh, about people who get into something and then think about like, how am I going to get out of this, or how am I going to deal with this? And uh, you know, I, I've often thought that uh, maybe the process is uh, study hard, get a pilot's license, fake your own death with a plane, and and then move on. Because <laughs> sometimes it's easier than a divorce. <laughs> I love it. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, I never, I never I, thought of that one. <laughs> yep. It might be a little bit of, elaborate, but I feel like it could it could
1: work. I'm kind of just the old-fashioned guy. I'll just tell you, this isn't
2: working for me, honey. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow, that's way... It tough. could work. It could work. <laughs> yep. Reality, what a concept. Yep. <laughs> Uh, no, it's really funny actually. When I when I got back into to dating, my um, I, I I don't know. I, I think my the best advice I ever heard was from my my cousin, and he had said, um, you know what? Uh, the the fact is, in some way, all women are crazy. It's just finding the one that has the crazy you can deal with. And and I was like, oh, I never really thought about that way. And I and I'm pretty sure women feel the exact same way about men. Right. Oh, all men have problems or all men are lazy. But but to what extent? And, and can we deal with it?
1: <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, it, 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 and, and that's it. And what we don't realize is we're both looking at each other as flawed. And, well, that's just the way we are. You know,
2: it, you know well, I think it's all... a good way. Right. Because nobody's really perfect. So if you find a partner that you feel is perfect and you state, oh, is perfect, then you're almost setting yourself up. For some form of of failure or setback or something, because when they start to stray outside of that box of what you put them in, then that's where I think, you know, hurt feelings and bad feelings and and all of a sudden those issues will then start reoccurring.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree.
2: The first to admit I am not perfect. I don't want that out there because uh, the moment I screw up, let me tell you. Kelly's going to give me a what for.
1: So, yeah, I was going to say, somebody can be there with her finger wagging saying, oh, really?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? I've, I've come to realize that I cannot fight with her. Like when it, when it comes to um, disagreements or arguments, unless I have sat down for two hours, did the research, thought of every possible venue and or example that I can come up with during an argument, I'm going to lose. So, so like she's one of those educated people that if you don't have like your documents ready when you're ready to, to have a fight, you're just you just count yourself out, you're screwed. I would like legal representations for this, uh, for this argument
1: it's definitely- yeah, because I know whatever I say will be used against me later on down the road.
2: Oh, 100, they'll never forget.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, Ash and I were just like. We just bottle
0: everything up and then explode on each other. Never physically, but I just know oh, that's totally healthy. I just assume I'm automatically wrong and just wait for the makeup sex.
2: That's usually how it
0: goes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you Don't give in too quick. You gotta hold out in case you can pull off one of those points oh, eventually. I but totally but eventually
0: tried. <laughs> I totally try to be like like no, don't touch me. Like try to be like, you know, like that and then I like but my dick is like,
2: no Okay, just no. a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how this is going down. <laughs> yep.
2: You will cave, give in, right now. He's, and she's always
0: like, like, "I swear to God, man, true story. She's always like, "Well, you're, he doesn't seem like he's that mad at me," and I'd be like, "Fuck, <laughs> God damn it!" Well, he's
2: a filthy liar. <laughs> he's a filthy liar. He'll do whatever he he'll, it takes.
0: Yeah, he'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm just like, I just look down. I'm like, dude, you're killing me, man, killing me. <laughs>
2: It's like, we're going to do this, but we're having a talk <laughs> <Yeah>. later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then afterwards,
1: just like, what were we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
2: nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, buddy, hit big guy up there. You, you still had something to say? No. Nah, I'm, <laughs> <on. laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Just going to sleep on this. We'll talk in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So uh, given everybody's uh, kind of a relationship uh, status, I mean, do you have a, 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 I guess, a words of wisdom to pass out to people? Well, yeah,
1: just communicate, learn to talk to each other, learn to have adult conversations. Um, and I, when I say adult conversations, so many times I talk to people that that will dance around an issue or kind of be uh, passive aggressive, well, eh, and just, just have a, have a serious conversation. If the relationship's not working for you, say so, you know, it doesn't make the other person a, a, a bad person. It just means they're not the right one. You know, if there's something that, if there's a, if there's an issue, address it, don't, and just like we were talking about, don't, don't go to bed angry. Um, don't you know talk, work it out. And, and because if you keep in the anger, it just builds, and yeah. um, I lived with a woman for 25 years that that uh, it was hell for, for about four to six weeks, and then all of a sudden, it just comes blowing out like a big volcano. I say, why didn't you tell me that six weeks ago? Mm-hmm.
2: I mm-hmm. didn't know. <laughs> so, so uh, Rick, we called her up and we have her on the other line. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> oh, uh, <choo-choo-choo-choo-coot> me. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Next. Strange. We also have
0: her lawyer on the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh. God damn it. Dude, I, God I, I, for
2: damn it, framed again. Right. Little did you realize, is the new age Jerry Springer. Now? Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right on. I've been Springers. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, speaking I'm... of next, uh, let's jump into the next part of our show where Maddie G is going to ask twenty quick questions, and uh, you just have to let us know the first thing that comes to your mind.
1: Rapid fire questions. Ready. Question one.
0: What made-up word would you register into the English language?
1: Oh, um.
2: It's it's next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think that one's already in the dictionary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Scariest, Scariest dream that you can
1: remember.
2: Oh, that one was
1: uh probably one of the one of my recent ones where I was um I was being chased by men with guns in a in a in a warehouse area. And
2: uh I was unarmed.
1: Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's no
2: good. Uh- <laughs> I had some below one except for it was women in pickles. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I my one, mine was uh, I was in a porno once, but but the girls never came. The girls never came) <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what superpower do you wish you had?
1: Um, the ability to fly.:
0: Me too, that's a good one. Uh, what's your earliest childhood memory?:
1: Bouncing in my crib and blocking my bedroom door.
0: <laughs> hmm. What makes you the happiest?
1: <laughs> Helping people.
0: What foreign language would you like to learn most?
1: Um, uh, probably German. What? I, I have German. I I've, okay. Go ahead.
0: Sorry, no, you have German background.
1: I do. My grandparents came from Germany, so it it, oh, nice. it would be interesting to to learn that language and, and go over there and and spend a little time there. Cool.
0: Hmm. No, very cool. Um what decade or era would you most like to live in?
1: Um probably the early 1940s. I'm a big Jesus. big fan of of World War II and and just all the all the um, the um the camaraderie and the 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 drive of the of 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 the world to defeat evil
0: mm-hmm.
2: so uh, not so not the war itself you weren't a fan of war just like of the the people getting together <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. no, it, 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 I just I, want to clarify because if not people think that you're pro war. So <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: I, I I would have wanted to participate in freeing the world and and so, you know, if that means going to war then yes. Um I'm not I'm not pro war. I you know, it it it's it, I think you know, I while I don't don't like it. I don't want it. People people get hurt, people die. Um but there are times when well, it has to be done. It's a dirty yeah. job, you know. Yeah. And and well, we got and a couple I, of fun
2: politicians out there. It might happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it could. All right, keep going, Matty. All
0: right, what's your go-to joke?
2: <laughs> oh. we're explo- oh, explicit, the, explicit, so it's all it, good. It, no,
1: I, this is this is a, this is. Um, an ano an Aino and Toivo joke. This is this is a joke where uh, that's that's kind of regional. It's Ano and ano and Toivo went to a, a poetry contest and uh Toivo made it to the to the finals and the, the judges gave he and the um and and his other competitor um the word Timbuktu to write a, create a poem using the word Timbuktu. And so the first guy comes up and says, men and camels two by two, destination Timbuktu. And so Toivo comes up up and says, Tim and me a hunting went. We found three whores in a tent. I buck one, and Tim buck two. (laughs) (laughs) Strong finish. Strong finish.
0: Um, What was the first first movie
1: that ever made you cry? Oh, um, oh, geez. Um, We were soldiers.
0: Yeah.
1: It's It's a Vietnam. Vietnam era I'm sure there was there was others but that's the first one that comes to mind
0: do you believe in aliens
1: I do I was out sailing on Lake Superior I grew up in northern Michigan and uh, I was out sailing on Lake Superior yeah yeah eh? Um, (laughs)
0: love it (laughs)
1: And we were, I was out sailing with my dad and a couple of his friends and off on the distant horizon, we saw um, three lights uh, in in formation, then one disappeared and and they they moved around a little bit and, you know, and then then both, then then all of them disappeared. And it was just, I was a teenager at the time and and I've, that's, that's an instance I've never forgotten. So, yes, Very I cool. believe. Very good. Cool. And it didn't
2: happen on, 4th, on the 4th of July or anything, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. How
0: would, how would you spend $100 million? 100 <sighs> USD, million. not ticket, I... That's only 50000 <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's <like> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I would buy the the boat of my dreams and then um, do a lot for charity you know just just you know just a variety of charities uh, I, I I truly would love it. one of and one of my bucket list things is to um, get a dump truck and a front end loader and and um, maybe a truckload of supplies and just have it stocked so when there's a, down here when we have a hurricane or a tornado that I can roll in, help people out and then just roll out, you know, help people clear up uh, debris and, and just help them get things started.
2: You know, I, I was I think waiting for you to say act. that maybe you were going to use it to take down your ex-wife's house, but no, okay. That's even better. <laughs> No, I'm still paying for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Don't have no to no pay for something if it there. doesn't stand. <laughs> He's a hero. <laughs> uh, what,
0: uh, what exotic animal would you domesticate?
1: It would have to be probably a wolf of of, of anything. Yeah, I'm oh, a dog right. lover and, and, and not a lover of much anything else uh, animal-wise. Uh so I think probably, you know, a, a wolf or a coyote, you know, something along that line.
0: Very cool. What's uh what gets on your nerves? What's your biggest pet peeve?
1: Uh my neighbor's upstairs right now, pounding on the floor and, and... Exercising or doing something up there. I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's like the roof it's is COVID, coming sex. on me. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that comes in between. That becomes that comes between midnight and three a.m. <laughs> <Wow. laughs>
2: Those inconsiderate pricks. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to this
1: crap upstairs for 20 minutes, and it, it's like, really? What the hell? <laughs> That's awesome. Um,
0: what's that, what was the last thing you did just for yourself?
1: I took a road trip uh, hey. last weekend. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh,
1: good. Good, man. Good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm it? I'm a rebel. Yeah. I, you know, I yeah. just i gotta get break the go.
0: yeah
2: four four cops following him behind trying to uh, to to, uh, to keep him back in his place and charge him <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's awesome exactly right yep. Yep. Awesome. yeah it's awesome that's uh it's funny married life is so funny like i used to you know i used to get into some shit when i was a kid and now it's like i'm like come home all badass and she's like what were you up to why are you so pumped up i'm like I cut in line at the DMV. Like. <laughs> 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 no, i sure How old are <laughs>
1: Maddie, how old are your kids? <laughs> they're
0: uh, they're 12
1: and 8. Oh god, I I can hardly wait. I when, when my daughter first started driving, she she totaled the car one night and oh, she came yeah, she came. She came racing in the house with one of her friends. Where's mom? Uh, I don't know. Where's mom? Well, I think probably in the bedroom. What's why? What's the matter? I want to talk to mom. Oh
2: yeah. Of and course. so, yeah.
1: I, 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 and I just, I just knew. I said, "What happened to the car?" <laughs> <laughs> and years later, and there were a couple of other instances. Oh, she, she went out in eloped. And, um, on her way home, she, she called me and I says, well, did you get married? Long pause. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I I swear because every, and, and and what you'll, what you'll learn Maddie is, is, and, 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 and Anthony is, is that when they get to that age, you're going to know everything that that goes on. You're just going to look at their faces and know they're lying to you or know something's up. And my daughter came back to me and, Years when my daughter was in her mid twenties, she said, "How did she you know all this stuff?" I said, "Nicole, I'm your
2: dad." <laughs> I cool. made the same damn mistakes. Those are good. I, I love
0: that. I love that. So yeah. It, so
1: that's that's stuff that you guys got to look forward to.
0: Well, it's interesting because I'm starting to catch on to when homework's not being done and stuff. So I'm thinking I'm starting to get that dad intuition a little bit. So
2: oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i got that one (laughs) yeah oh and it will
1: really hone in in the in the teenage years when they're driving and you you just look at their face and you know something's up
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: um all right well
0: okay so next question what holiday would you erase from the calendar if you could
1: oh one comes to mind immediately but i better not say Hey, you can uh, say anything. Uh, You're it good with anything.
2: You're safe. This is a safe place.
1: <laughs>
2: what, what, no, no. Well that yeah, that too. That too.
1: No, I was going I was going to more one of the commercial holidays that um uh, no, I I I will be crucified for that one. Um
2: uh, <laughs> Well well in all honesty, if it we'll, we'll throw mine out. I said last time we did this question. mine was Valentine's day. I I totally want to get rid of that one.
1: Yeah. I I think, I think overall, yeah, that's, that's probably one of the biggest made up holidays. Um, I agree. Uh, and, and I wish, if you love your your partner, you don't need
2: a holiday to say it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: You know, if, if, you know, so
1: yeah, I'll, I'll go with, I'll go with Valentine's day. There you go, you it was a safe place you were yeah, free yeah like it. yeah um, <laughs>
0: what what do you do when you can't fall asleep
1: um scroll facebook yep
0: nice what uh what activity makes you totally lose track of time
1: um, probably
2: sailing, Okay. yeah, that's true, that's a good one
0: what's the
1: best yeah. thing you've uh, ever the, the, eaten oh i eat i i eat just such average food um you ever had something somewhere and just I'm like damn that that was really awesome yeah well you know there's where i from my hometown there's a little restaurant there that 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 used to make the best pizza and Caesar salad. Yeah. And so I would Do you remember the I name would, of that place? I would, yes, it's it's uh the the Belle Chalet. And uh it's still open. Um the the is in Hurley, Wisconsin. And, there you go. Nice little um, plug
2: for the Bell Chalet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and they um uh, their pizza is not quite as great but their 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 Caesar salad is still really, really good. So and and uh, my all, all my classmates, whenever we whenever we get uh, get back to our hometown, we always go and somebody's always posting a picture of a pizza and a Caesar salad, you know, and it's just driving all the other classmates crazy.
0: True story. Do you know that? Do you know what the, the secret is to an amazing Caesar salad dressing?
1: No, I do not. It's anchovies. Well, that is I've got a recipe and it does have that in there. Yeah.
0: Nice. Then you have got a good recipe. <laughs> yeah.
1: You
2: asked me if I'd ever eat an anchovy? No, but for some reason it's really good in Caesar dressing.
0: Right? It just gives it that nice it,
1: little
2: it, yeah. It it gives it something.
1: I don't know what it what it what it does, but yeah, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I love Caesar salad too
0: uh and have you ever had a crush on a fictional character and if so who
1: <sighs> yes it would have been rachel from friends uh, jennifer aniston yep
0: okay yeah, that's a good yeah. one that's a good yeah.
2: one Yep. Yeah. good All one right.
0: and last question this one's uh, you might have to focus on a little bit but it's a really good one what is the favorite podcast you've been on in the last 12 hours
1: Oh, uh, that is hard. I would probably have to say it's a freaking awesome podcast. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> good answer, good answer. <laughs> that is amazing.
2: Um, that's fantastic. Do you have uh, anything else that you would like to uh, pitch or uh, promote or maybe the people way people can get in touch with you via social media?
1: Sure. Um they can they can find me on Facebook um, with the at sign Rick sodabeer Coach and my name is R-I-C-K S O E T E B I E R. Um, and that's that's also my website, ricksodabeer.com. And if they're interested in my book dating backward, it's a great easy read it's about 198 pages and we just take you right back to the very basics common sense dating dating guidelines or guiding uh, uh, um, dating tips and techniques um and then if your audience is is interested i've got a free uh a free handout a pdf that they can go to if they just go to my um facebook page it's right there on the on the on the the page above the, above the fold, as they say, uh, right next to my picture, you just click on, yes, I want it. And in a couple of seconds, it's in your inbox. And it's the five biggest dating and relationship mistakes and how to avoid them.
2: That's fantastic. Good to to check out everybody. Um, no, I actually do have one last thing and it's uh, a question from our last guest for you. Okay. Uh, our last guest, of course, was stuntman Jeff Scavell. and his question for you was, if you're about to get into a fight, what song comes to uh, to your head as a soundtrack?
1: If I'm about to get into a fight, um, the, the one that comes to mind immediately is Eye of the Tiger.
0: Nice.
2: All right. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. <laughs> well, Rick, i, I got to thank you very much for taking some time out of your day and uh, spending some time on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. Well, blast. thank you. I thought it was a good time. Yeah, thank you. I had a ball and, and really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me
2: fantastic and we'll make sure we put up uh you know your your face and some details up on our website so if anybody uh, had missed this show is listening to it a little bit later uh would like to check out some more you can check out our website uh, www.thefap.ca and uh, go to our guest section section and check up uh, Rick's profile
1: absolutely so, and well, thank i thank you very much as, and and thank you and i uh, hope to talk to you guys again soon
2: definitely all right
1: thank you take Rick. care Hey
0: guys,
2: thank you. Thank you, good. thank you. thank you too. Bye, 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 bye. So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website, Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is the Fap Four. You can get us on Instagram is the Fab Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook, the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and uh, you can always reach out via email, Thefappodcast at gmail.com.
0: I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pocket. Ah, not again. (laughs) Freaking sweet.